What is up, everybody? Back again, another episode coming your way. A fan section short draft preview prospects uh, to watch are... This one's all about the big hog mollies, man. Big man pajamas, the big beefy boys, the guys in the trenches doing the dirty work. Um, so, yeah, having said all that, this is obviously, if you know anything about football, which you do because you listen to this podcast because you guys are all awesome, this is all about the linemen, my top five linemen that I've picked. Um, after kind of breaking down a bunch of them, seeing some games, I'm like, that guy stood out, that guy stood out. It was really hard to kind of pick my top five because there is a lot of very talented linemen out there. Um, but real quick, this is the fan section podcast brought to you for fans by fans from across the college landscape from section 100 to section 300. Bleachers down to the suites. Welcome, everybody. Um, my name is Alan. Uh, my co-host Tyson is out this week. It's just two dudes talking college, dropping knowledge. Real quick, I wanted to ask you to like, subscribe, take the time to uh, get into our mailbag, which is thefansection1 at gmail.com. Also, our Twitter handle is thefansection. And if you have any, uh, we have an Instagram page as well. Um, and if you have any, uh, you know, want us to talk about something, go ahead and hit us up. Also, thank you so much from the bottom of our heart to all our listeners. Everybody that has written a review, thank you so much. Um, yeah, so moving forward. Like I said, this is all about the top linemen of the draft. Um, I look for a couple things. Uh, it's separating them. Are they road graders? Are they pass pros? Are they all arounds? Most of these guys on this list are road graders. Uh, one of them is actually the all-around guy, and he's obviously a center. Um, and you kind of need to be kind of both, um, especially in today's NFL. You're pulling a lot. Um, I look for... Hand placement, I like uh, how balanced are you? Um, do you get thrown off easily on counter moves? Do you get uh, beaten a lot? If you get beaten a lot, I'm not going to waste my time. So, yeah, that's some of the things I kind of look for when it comes to the uh, overall, like how I kind of get my grades out. Um, so, yeah, uh, I mean, as far as the linemen go, let's just kick this thing off the right way. All right, so my top lineman, like I said, uh, Big Evan Neal coming in at six. He's six seven, three hundred fifty pounds. He is the left tackle from Bama. Uh, I've got him as number one on my overall uh, top five list, um, just because he's a left tackle. Um, I'm gonna dive into him. I'm just gonna go through the list. Uh, Tyler Linderbaum, six four, three hundred pounds, the center from Iowa. Is number two, Ikem Aquanu, a tackle, six four, three hundred twenty pounds at NC State. And then Charles Cross, a tackle, 6'5", 305 pounds in Mississippi State. And then Nicholas petit Freer, a tackle out of Ohio State, 6'5", 315 pounds. I feel like this is – I'm only highlighting Ohio State fans that I, or Ohio State, and I think Ohio State fans would be like that. But you guys get a lot of really good players, um, and there's a reason why I'm highlighting them. So, yeah, like I said, you guys get a lot of amazing talent. Uh, as far as your O-line goes, though, I mean, it's kind of honestly every year just want to say, wow. You know what I mean? Every year you guys have one of the, if not the best top, you know, tackle or top guard or top center. Um, but, yeah, so what are you guys doing in Ohio State? Keep it up, man. You guys are recruiting really, really hard up there. Um, I love it. So diving into Evan Neal, uh, the left tackle out of Bama. He does portray his left tackle, and I'm not going to – I wouldn't switch him. I don't think he's a right tackle. Um, 
one thing I did notice in the film that I recently watched, and I went back in and I wanted to see against his top talent, and A&M, he was able to handle the edge rushers just fine. But against Georgia, he actually got beat six times. Um, and it's one of those things where it, that I don't think that was Neil. And I'm gonna I'm really excited to see how he does in the national championship game. Um, but yeah, like it's one of those things where he's a road grader for sure. He, his balance though, for a tackle, um, he has balance issues for sure. He gets too far over his feet. Uh, he, meaning when he puts a block, he leans too far forward. His feet haven't caught up to his body yet. He's relying all upper strength, no lower body, which is definitely not what you want. You want lower and upper body when you're moving somebody around because you want that deep. You want that you know, your hips. You want to be low. He's definitely standing up tall a lot. Um, and you're like, why is he number one on your list? Well, because he's a road grader. I mean, he doesn't get beat very often. When he does, it's because he's too far over his feet. That's, that's a pretty fixable issue. Um, so, yeah. Uh, he's definitely uh, very, very quick when it comes to pass moves. Uh, he can be countered, though, pretty easily on some of these counter pass moves. Like if you're Aiden Hutchinson, you're able to do a quick uh, swim rip combo. You're gonna get his, you're gonna catch his hands. Um, and if they don't, if they're not able to initiate the contact first, I've noticed his punch, his initial punch, um, to knock you back on pass pro. If he's not able to get that right off the line because he got beat, then he's he's kind of he's got really good recovery. He really does, um, and the, but he does struggle balance-wise, and he's just kind of lucky that Bryce Young is very athletic and able to kind of move out the pocket. Um, so, yeah, he's but he's very tough, and he does finish the blocks to the whistle. I noticed that, and he's very solid. He actually is solid on pass rush. Um, he does beat defenders to his spot. So, like, if you're if he isn't beat off the line and the, they don't jump the snap or whatever, he's able to kind of – he's very good at – seeing where the defender is going and he beats them to that spot. Um, and that's where he's deadly. Cause once you're, once he's got you like within his, his arm frame, you're, you're done for, you're not going to get past him. Might as well just kind of put your hands up and hope it doesn't take you to the ground. Moving forward. We got Tyler Linderbaum, the center is six, four, 300 pounds out of Iowa. Um, this is the best center in the class by far. He's actually probably one of the better center prospects I've seen since Marcus Pouncey. Um, very good low center of gravity, very good balance, takes the bull rush and just locks in. So like if you're a linebacker blitzing through the A gap, you're not getting by because um, he just sits. And it's one of those things where I don't know if you ever saw that movie, uh, 300, where the Spartans are getting pushed back on that shield wall. And then all of a sudden King Leonidas says something and they just stop like dead in the, in the sand. That's exactly what Linderbaum does. Like he just you're not but that's on initial contact. You're not gonna do anything past that. Um so yeah. Uh he can be a pulling center because he's very fast, he's very quick, he's fast enough to get around to the three technique on the outside tackle for sure. I've seen him do it a couple times on film. They like to pull their guards, they like to pull their guards and centers. Um so yeah, it's a really, really good tape to watch is definitely the uh, Iowa-Nebraska game. He just owns everybody on that line. Um, his hands are clamps. Uh, once he got you, like, they're literally clamps. Like, I feel like he has clamps for hands. He doesn't have fingers. He's just got clamps um, because he's a robot. So when he <laughs> when it comes out of that, um, you're out of the play. Once he has his hands on you, you're for sure out of the play. Um, and amazing pat footwork on pass sets. Like I said, he's the most complete ready center prospect I've seen since Marcus Pouncey. Um, and then moving on, we got Akeem Aquanu, the tackle 6'4", 320 pounds at NC State. 
Very aggressive. Doesn't reach or overstep, but he is aggressive. And I, I like that, but I don't because I think that he can has a tendency to kind of stand up a little bit too much instead of getting kind of sitting low. Um, and like I said, he's very top heavy. So he's going to rely all upper strength. Um, something I've noticed a lot of tackles lately have kind of been more reliant on their upper body strength. And he can't do that at the next level. They're just, you're just going to get ran around. You know what I mean? Like if you're not setting, if you're not dropping it, kick steps, your kick steps. You're not dropping back fast enough. You're just going to get beat. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on for. They, he's definitely tall enough, very big enough. Um, not quite Evan Neal, six, you know, six seven, but he's he's got the frame. I think he molds more as a right tackle. Personally, I don't think he can match up against the ideal left tackle or um, ideal premier edge rushers at the NFL at the next level. Um, but the second, you know, second star on that edge rush, he can definitely take him pretty well. Um, as far as pass sets, he's very good on the inside-out schemes. So meaning he's got the the inside, he looks inside first, and then he goes outside, which is what NC State does a lot. Uh, I notice even on their pass pros, because they have a running back that kind of chips to his side, usually because it sees the left tackle. So you're going to have a running back protect the quarterback's blind side nine times out of ten um, if they're not blitzing up the middle. But they had a pretty good center that could take that. So um, as a running back, it just it's just an advantage um, to, to kind of know. Um, his hands are very powerful. His first punch on impact is, is very strong. He knocks back a lot of dudes off balance. And once you're off balance and, and the tackles, like I said, he's very aggressive. So he's, he's already moving forward on you. He finishes the blocks a lot and he gets a lot of pancakes and you're going to end the play if he gets the good punch on you with, on your back for sure with him on top of you. Um, so, yeah, Charles Cross, the tackle, 6'5", 305 pounds out of Mississippi State. Uh, I had him highlighted because I don't think he's getting a lot of love, honestly, which is kind of shocking to me. He stood out on film for sure. A very good balance, able to recover really well, uh, can play in space. He's usually and almost always that I notice on film on an island by himself. No running back help, no tight end, no tight end chipping the, the edge rusher to help him which gives it a huge advantage to your tight end. He definitely profiles his left tackle. If you're on the left side and you see him, you know that you don't have to chip at all, even if it's Vaughn Miller coming down the side. Um, so that's a huge advantage for anybody that takes a, takes a, a pick on this kid. Um, his best – it's definitely the best pass set in the class for sure. Um, and like I said, he, he he's tested one-on-one -on -one all the time, and he's always – nine times out of ten, he's always winning. So uh, amazing lateral movement can pull, which I didn't – I, I wouldn't recommend you pull your tackle, but they do a couple times because he's able to do it. Um, he's able to get that outside reach block too. Um, if a linebacker is outside uh, that that four that three or four technique that he's over, he's able to actually get that reach block uh, a, a lot, which you like to see. Um, he definitely he he's always I feel like always blocking a linebacker safety on film, um, and he's beating him to the spot, springing the run game. He's definitely a road grader for sure, um, and he he's one of those guys. He's one of the tackles that doesn't live upper body. He's always he's always really well balanced. Um, so and then finally you've got the uh, Nicholas Petit Freer. So the tackle from Ohio State, who's six five, three hundred fifteen pounds. Uh, highlighted him because he stands up off the page. When you're not watching the receivers at Ohio State, you're watching the line um, because the run game starts and goes with, with Pettit. Um, good balance, plays through whistle, which is good and bad, uh, very physical. Uh, you like that little bit of nasty um, on the offensive line for sure, but you don't always like it because he's going to get flagged at the next level for some of the things he's kind of done. Um, but you like that little nasty to him for sure. 
Uh, pitch past that, sometimes he gets a little sloppy with his footwork, uh, just because he's probably he just gets a little lazy, or you catch him off guard a little bit, or you jump the snap, and he's not able to re- necessarily fully recover, but he's still fast enough to get to the spot and make it look like he didn't really mess up on the play. But his footwork, you're not going to escape that on film, buddy. Um, so yeah, he's sometimes he gets caught flat-footed, like I said, um, but he always, often, is, he's just athletic enough to recover for sure. Um, when pulling or when doing a reach block, um, he's very, very, very smooth. I've noticed his running, his, his quickness is very smooth. He's able to get to the spot. His hands are out in front of him in space. He's ready to take on the block. He's ready to, to continue the block. He's ready to hold the block. Um, when you have him blocked on a linebacker, it, the linebacker is going to be out of the play for sure. He might even be in the, in the Gatorade bottle on the sideline, honestly. Um, like I said, because he's just nasty and aggressive. So there's nothing wrong with that. Um, his hands are very strong. Uh, he's another one that has clamps for hands. Um, they're always in the right spot, like I said earlier. Um, and he's working over the top of blocks, meaning he's able to, if you're an edge rusher, you're trying to get over the top of his hands to bat him down. You can't get over the top of his hands. Like he's always keeping him moving. He's always keeping him in front of him with shoulder width apart. He never extends past his shoulders, which is if you do that as a tackle and you're young, you're SOL at the next level for sure. Um, but yeah, it, it's one of those things where I noticed that um, he's always he's got probably the best hand placement in the class for sure, um, which is good to see. And then, yeah, that is the top five linemen that I have highlighted. Um, I hope you guys like that list. If you guys, like I said, I can't get enough of the linemen. I think they're awesome. I do like that. I look for certain things, um, and I highlight all the stuff I look for. Mainly good balance and how good of recovering are you? Because footwork you can teach. Um, and all these guys have it. Um, all these guys should be selected pretty high. They're all projected as first-round picks, um, especially Linderbaum. He might be the first center since Pouncey to go like top 10, which I wouldn't be shocked at all. Um, so, yeah, uh, this has been a draft preview of the Fan Section Podcast, uh, talking about all the linemen. Next up, I'm going to – I've gotten a couple requests talking about edge rushers, and uh, we're obviously switching to the defensive side of the ball, and I was trying to figure out where to start. Um, but I kind of want to highlight, uh, definitely, I think I'm going to start with, uh, the, the front seven. So I'm going to start with interior defensive lineman. Obviously Jordan Davis is going to be on that list. So if you don't like it, that's too bad because he's going to be leaps and bounds. Number one, I'll have Aiden Hutchinson and I'll have cable. Actually, I'll probably do a separate edge rusher, um, draft prospect as well. So you'll get your Aiden Hutchinson deep dive preview. You'll get your cave on Thibodeau deep dive preview. Um, but next Next week or the week after, um, I'm going to break down the film, the defense, interior defensive lineman, and I'm going to just give you guys all you can handle football all the way leading up into the draft, and I hope you guys follow along. Like I said, this is Alan. Or, uh, this has been the Fan Section Podcast. My name is Alan, and I am out.